Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The number one hunting and fishing show in the country. No one understands what that <laughs> no, is. No, nobody Ryan. knows who that is. <laughs> At least like two people are going to get that joke, and I'm going to love it. I don't know. Uh, welcome to the DVR Broncos podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's number one number one rated sportsbook. Get over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up to get in on all their great deals. And we are coming to you live from Studio A, where the A stands for Arrow. Oh, then oh. bow and arrow, a thing that you can go hunting oh. with. Boy, this is going to be a hunting show. Yeah, today, it is. This is. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What a what a coaching search. Oh, my God. The weirdest, most uncomfortable twists and turn coaching search I've ever been a part of. Henry and must uh, love it. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, he does love it's it. It's just he, chaos. He, just, he thinks this is normal. No, this is not normal. This is weird. <laughs> I've... My last coaching search was uh, was the Carl Durrell search in mm. mid-March. Ooh, yeah. This so one, much fun. This one may go to mid-March. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. It might. <clears throat> um, Depends on how long it takes to kill an animal. <laughs> so, gosh. <laughs> it, it's true. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> oh, well, we're, we're thinking. Yeah, I actually recently heard a story of a person, I won't even say what field <laughs> they work in, who works in a field. Um, a literal field? Going on a hunting trip. This is totally separate of this okay, okay, okay. situation. Yes. Going on a hunting trip and like telling their boss they're going to be back a certain day. And then mm. they're like, we haven't gotten a kill yet. Can't come home. <laughs> That'd be yeah. embarrassing, wouldn't it? That would be embarrassing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're just waiting on a big buck deer to come across that <laughs> no, uh, that crosshair. Oh, no, stay safe, animals. I know. We're That's definitely a- team animals. <laughs> I'm generally team animals. Occasionally, stop there, though, no, 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 we're done. No, we're apparently, done. mute the mic. There are some bad animals out there. That's all I'm gonna say. Wow. <laughs> oh, good, he's muted. Topia animals. Fair enough. I like to think of it like that, though. Um, team animal all the way. Yep. The only problem is being team animal also delays the coaching search. It does, but like another weekend of not having to worry about news? All right. All right, we're talking um, vaguely about this, so let's just get into what actually happened yesterday because this is by far my favorite twist and turn of this yes. roller coaster because it's objectively hilarious while also like really cringy and then also maybe not true. While also potentially being extremely concerning. Yes. It's got literally every twist and turn. Take us through it, Zach. So yesterday, our guy, big time Jeff Duncan, was on ESPN, some some sort of show, uh, and he reported that the reason the Broncos haven't had any second round of interviews was because uh, Rob Walton is on a hunting trip, and he wants to be there to be part of the interview, so that's why everything's delayed. And it's like, what excuse me (laughs) what and then it's like 
Well, the Broncos <clears throat> are the only team that haven't scheduled a second set of interviews. The Broncos are the only team, one of the only teams that haven't had a second round of interviews yet. So it's like, is that, is that right? Like, what? <sighs> and then you have multiple people come out and say, this is completely false, very false. And then you have Jeff Duncan himself come out and he tweets, Folks, I was told this by someone close to the situation about the reasoning, but had not been able to confirm it, so I should have never mentioned it in a public forum. I certainly wasn't, quote-unquote, reporting it and didn't expect this to become a, quote-unquote, thing in Denver. Big my dunk. regrets and apologies. Big dunk, what are you doing, my guy? What do yeah. you mean? Yeah, I don't know. It very much sounded like a report. It, it was, was very factual. There's a statement. If if you, it was. if you or I or Henry or anyone is on a show that is public and live and says something as if it's a fact, that counts as a report. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you would think so. It does. Uh, and then the PR Oof. correction frenzy. All over it. I would just love to have been tapped into the phones <laughs> and see all of the calls that were made. Um, and... Probably coming from one phone to a, a few other phones. Yeah, but yeah. I think actually there was multiple oh. core phones involved. Oh, wow. With multiple branches. Okay. Yes. So can I give you guys my conspiracy theory about Absolutely. what happened? Um, I, have, I have no issue doing this. <laughs> so Big Dunk reports it. Um, and he, in my... Remember, this is not a report. This is a conspiracy <laughs> theory. <laughs> That's what you say before <laughs> something that's not a report. Sean, he's like, Sean, how come you don't have the second interview with the Broncos? He's like, I heard Rob Walton's hunting, and they don't want to do any second interviews until he gets back. He's like, what? Then Sean Payton just assumed like that would stay between them. Yep. Then Big Dunk says it on the radio, and then, of course, it gets clipped by the internet. Yep. Uh, everyone sees it. goes yep. viral in Denver. Everyone's yep. freaking out, rightfully so. Um, so then... The Broncos call Sean Payton. And they're like, bro, what? Yep, yep, you told yep. a reporter that? And then he reported it. And Sean Payton's like, oh, God, I, I didn't think you would do that. My bad. Sean Payton calls Big Dunk. And he's like, you reported that? <laughs> he's like, no, I just I just, I kind of said it. What? It wasn't a report. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you're making me look really bad to the Broncos. So then everyone's scrambling around. Uh, trying not, not to Not Rob Walton. No, Rob Walton's just hunting. <laughs> yeah. he, no, he doesn't even know this is happening. He's out of service. Um, so then you have the Broncos obviously going through their channels to be like, this isn't true. You have Big Dunk trying to uh, preserve his relationship with Sean Payton by being like, oh, what? No, that I didn't actually confirm that. And the whole thing becomes a big mess. But the whole point of my conspiracy is I fully believe the original report to be true. He never said he was wrong and i think that is an important part of what he said now multiple other reporters in denver did say it was false uh it was like asinine it was a joke the absurd I think categorically was the, false. yeah yeah exactly uh but jeff duncan never said it was false he just said he hadn't got that second confirmation and as an established reporter he wants that second uh confirmation but i think that is important that he never said it was false so uh not to get down a whole other rabbit hole but something i was talking to you guys about last night which i won't open up that can of worms at all yeah. i'm just saying the broncos if they wanted to could just like mm -hmm. casually tweet out a video of rob walton in the building yeah, today like yeah. he could just like walk by in the background and then everything would be squashed that'd be the most broncos thing to do <laughs> it sure would <laughs> but i bet they won't do that because or like rob walton i don't know if he has twitter but he could just put out a selfie video like <laughs> sipping coffee and reading the paper on his couch at home Oh, man. What if he just puts out a, a, a kill? Well, that's probably what, more likely. <laughs> I think it's what's most likely is we will continue to not hear anything at all from Rob Walton. Like he's ever. He, yeah. Like we'll, we'll see him <clears throat> when he shows up on the sideline before yeah. games and that'll be it. The funny thing is like I'm imagining him in the mountains of Colorado hunting and I'm realizing, like, oh, no, exactly. he's probably hunting like elephants. That's see. And that's my favorite. <sighs> wow. part. No. Wow. What do you mean? Stop. They think he might be. I guess we probably should put that Team on Elephant. Him. But again. that's yeah, that's what I was absolutely. thinking. And I was really hoping the conversation would go here. Where do you think? Like, if you had to bet, where is Man. Rob Walton hunting? Someone's In the world where he is hunting, we're making assumptions. Oh I think it's God. Africa. <laughs> that's where I was 
that's where I, yeah. after I recorrected wow. myself. I was honestly thinking like Arkansas. I think he was in like Montrose. Montrose. Yeah, I mean uh. maybe even Dem- I, I was thinking a little outside Colorado. I wasn't thinking like India or Africa. I think Africa. I definitely. Wow. I mean, just think about it. You ever With you Jimmy ever play? John. You ever play Big Buck Hunter? Yes. Where do you go when you play Big Buck Hunter? I have no idea. You always go to Africa. Nobody wants to shoot the deer and stuff around here. You always go to Africa. And the world is a video game to these people. So when you play hunting in real life, why not just go do it in Africa and shoot some crazy animals? I don't think which I'm against. Which I'm against. I don't think I go to Africa in Big Buck Hunter. As really, where would you go? Wherever they you hunt the buck. Kind of like those big moose. Wow. Enough, enough. There's one, okay. scene, there's one scene where if you hit a buffalo, <laughs> no, you real. lose, which I like that part. Oh, yeah, yeah you, you would love that. Uh, we, we have someone in the comment section just reminding you guys that Africa is not a country. Did we, were we saying countries? Yeah, I, I think so. I think you said It that. would definitely be Henry who said true. that. Yeah, Don't okay, tell okay. That is well, true. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out <laughs> I want, there. I wonder uh, where they hunt in Africa. I would have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know either, but maybe if, Serengeti. He, if he really is in Africa, maybe this thing isn't over until <laughs> I think mid-March. that's protected. I think that'd be like the one place you definitely can't hunt. You think that would stop him? No. Wow. <laughs> no. The comment section's being brutal right now. To, to us? <laughs> no, no. Oh, to uh, to oh, what he may be hunting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and BK says, such a weird conversation. More than anything, I just hope it's that... It's a weird coaching search. If that he is. is hunting, the animal deserves it. Like, I oh, hope it's not like a good gosh. animal that... Like what is what, wrong with prairie that? Prairie dog? Like a spider? <laughs> I, I, spiders? I, can get, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. They do have some big. Got to be Australia oh, then. God, yeah, that would be true. Huge. But yeah, like it, I don't know, like a, a lion that's like eating people or something like that. You know. Which is very. Never mind. That's probably not happening. Probably not. <laughs> or even even just like uh like. I don't, so you're really struggling to find a water an animal buffalo, like yeah. a big big old water no. buffalo. Well, well those, those are dope. Those they, seem nice. Yes, I'm not saying they're oh, not you dope. Can't, you can't have anything with buffalo in it, or is <sighs> definitely going to disagree. What if it's storming through a village? What if, what if it's just knocking people out of the way? What if it's stepping on kids? Boom, get that one. Wow. That's all I'm saying is I hope that it's a bad one if he's doing it. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 my guess is he's not going to little <laughs> you know what I hope? villages. No. And, I hope uh, the Broncos have a second <laughs> interview sometime soon. That would be cool. It, it's crazy. It's crazy that they don't. It's crazy that there's no talk of one, um, especially when, you know, the guys who we think are at the top of their list that can interview this week are doing second interview. Sean Payton's meet the Cardinals tomorrow. Dan Quinn's meeting with them today. And it is just quiet on the Broncos front. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts that came out today that they're going to have a second interview with like seven people yep. and it's going to carry into next week. I believe they're starting their process today or tomorrow. The Cardinals obviously are busy. The Texans are interested in people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Panthers have had some interviews this week, and Broncos, it is it is just crickets out there. Yeah, it is. And how many play- yeah. how many uh, coaches have they interviewed so far, Zach? Eight. Ocho. They need more. Oh. Really? Need more interviews. If we're not going to do Who second interviews interview? without Rob Walton, let's do first interviews without Rob Walton. Uh, I would interview Steichen. I would interview uh, Ben Johnson. First-time offensive guys. Let's go. I would I'd definitely interview at least one first-time offensive guy. No, I agree. I was not saying that in a mocking mm-hmm. way. And and just to circle back to this, because I finally went and looked it up and wrote it all down last night. Broncos are in their fourth coaching search since 2017. Wow. The previous three, all of these coaches were hired in those cycles and yet not interviewed by the Denver Broncos. Sean McVay, Sean McDermott, mm. Matt LaFleur, Bruce Arians, Dan Campbell, Mike McDaniel, Brian Dable, Doug Peterson. Man, that hurt. Not even interviewed. Not interviewed. So why not interview everyone? If another team is interviewing a guy, you should be asking yourself, why are they interviewing them? Maybe we should interview them too. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's one of the things that I really don't like about this week. Uh, I understand being deliberate waste and going of time. through your process, but exactly right. If you're just sitting there, there's nothing more important right now than looking for your next head coach. So there should be no business things that are getting in front of this. There should be no trips that are getting in front of this. There should be no seasoned end review things. No, this should be the number one thing. So if you want to wait for D'Amico Ryans for next week for a second interview, totally fine with that. But this week... Be talking to other people. Be have get get Dan Quinn in the building. Get Sean Payton in the building. Get these other candidates in the building that you can talk to because 
when you're just sitting here, other teams are doing research, second mm -hmm. interviews, first interviews. What are you doing? So that that's why I really don't like it is they should just be doing something. I don't need them to hire a coach today necessarily, but be doing something. Yeah, I I do think that they're just waiting for D'Amico Ryans. I think that they want to kind of keep all these interviews together and not have like a week-long gap between the Sean Payton interview and the D'Amico Ryans interview. And I, I almost wonder what could have played out differently if they'd done the same thing with Jim Harbaugh. You know, if they hadn't left that gap in there, if they would have said like, okay, first round interviews, we're bunching them all in, maybe he doesn't back out because that isn't so much time that he's waiting. But that's that's a whole different conversation. I do think that the the main piece here is that they're waiting for D'Amico Ryans and that's why they're going to knock out all those interviews next week. It would be nice if they could go through them all this week and, and get ahead of the search, but it does seem like all the searches are moving pretty slowly. Like, there's still first interviews. I mean, Sean Payton's first interview with the Cardinals is in a couple days. Nobody's hired a coach yet. So while I definitely wish that they would get on with it for a bunch of reasons, including I'm getting bored of this, <laughs> it would be... It, I think I, everyone I'm is, not. I'm not overly concerned. Although I do think, like, in terms of who they're going to land, I, I don't think it's going to be Sean Payton or anything like that. That's the more concerning. Don't worry, part. guys. Don't worry, guys. The Eagles are going to take care of business this week. <laughs> it actually doesn't matter. <laughs> it but doesn't. we agree. I agree. <laughs> they will, it, and it'll okay. make everything better. Matters, but in terms of a second interview, it doesn't. And let's let's dive into D'Amico Ryans. But first, you know where you can't find D'Amico Ryans? Uh, on a hunting trip? Probably. That's yeah. probably a safe thing. Unless Could they have them like, in like hunting quarterbacks. Santa Barbara, where Santa Clara. They probably Santa don't Clara. have many Would you hunting hunt excursions out there. Yeah, mostly just tech. Or like or like seagulls. Whales. Seagull hunting. Yeah, we definitely again, like I'm ninety five percent pro animal. Whales are maybe the tippy top of you don't kill them. Oh. Whales, yeah. What yeah. about killer whales? Oh wow. That's they don't deserve they that take, name, they, is what they, I've heard. They take care oh. of their own. Probably. Unfair name. Yeah, um, that's the rumor. Anyways, They're like the pit bulls of the sea. Okay. Uh Wow. I don't need to. My like, sister had a pit bull, almost killed Tebow, which is the good wow. dog. Would, uh, no, like, yeah, I love really pit bulls. Uh, we I met we, that pit bull. It was crazy. We can move along. We were supposed one. to move on to. We we're, more? we're working on you it. You can't find D'Amico Ryan's. <laughs> you got into oh, yeah. DraftKings <laughs> oh. Sports. Yeah, he wouldn't be allowed to be there. He's, he's not, well, he's be not allowed the to be there. But also, you can't find him. He's not on DraftKings Sportsbook because they took away the Broncos coaching odds because you know why? They don't know what the heck is going on. They don't know if they should put like hunting in there to be the next. They don't know yeah. what to do. So you can no longer bet, at least as of right now, on who the next head coach will be over DraftKings Bill Sportsbook. Bill Dance, next head coach. Oh, I would wow. be surprised. But you can bet on this week's games. If you think the Eagles are going to win by three or more, you can bet on the Eagles and ride with Allie this weekend. If you think that Go, the Chiefs are going to lose, well, they're underdogs. So Vegas They're on the road at Burrowhead. Uh, they're on the road at Burrowhead and underdogs. So you can bet on them to lose. You can check out everything over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And the best thing is you can do it with free money. Place a $5 bet on one of the NFL games this week. And if you place that bet, you get $200 in your account instantly. So do that for the first game, which was the NFC Championship championship game they're going to give you $200 in free bets but then you can use on the Super Bowl you can use on the AFC championship later that day so check them out and make sure to use that promo code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook and of course if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 and make sure to see our show notes for details and uh you know what the first thing D'Amico Ryans would do if he was the Broncos head coach um hire his staff Go to Foco. Wrong. He would go to Foco <laughs> and load up on Broncos-themed household items for his new home in Denver. He'd get the the signs that you put up. Like Broncos-themed elves. Yeah, exactly. This, exactly. Do you, think, do you think he and his garage puts the sign up that Broncos says Broncos parking, parking only? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Do you think that's to exclude his wife from parking there? Maybe he just takes the sign Ooh. away from Russell Wilson's spot at the oh, facility and puts wow. that in his garage. <laughs> wow. Oof. But yeah, I mean, he's he's loading up on like probably the big sleep, not sleep thing, but the thing that looks like it's meant for sleep, the blanket with sleeves, yeah, um, the the the, the Lego set. Oh, the, he's definitely getting. He's the Lego building set. the stadium he out does of have three Legos. Kids. He does. Well, no, I think that's for him. I don't. Maybe he gets one for the kids too, but I think he seems like a Lego guy to me. Um, so many different options: the sandals, the hats, the floral shirts. Uh, you just cannot go wrong, and so trust D'Amico Ryan's and go over to Foco. Is that is that illegal to say? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
just giving hypothetically. Um, but use the code DMVR <laughs> when you go over there. And if you happen to see Foco on the website as well, tell him to use the code DMVR as well for 10% off. Um, or just click that. Actually, no, click the link in the description on YouTube and on the podcast, but then also use the code DMVR. Okay, so we're talking about maybe this is delayed because of D'Amico Ryan's, and that's what a lot of people <clears throat> are running with right now, and it makes a lot of sense. You cannot interview D'Amico Ryan's for a second time until after the NFC Championship game. So the Broncos could interview him if they win or lose the following Monday. And if they win, they can interview them till the following Sunday, right before the week mm. leading up to the Super Bowl. So they, they'd have plenty of time to give him a second interview. And if, of course, they lose, they can interview him and hire him whenever. So maybe that is a reason why they're waiting. But it scares the hell out of me. It scares the hell out of me because D'Amico Ryans is not just on the Broncos board. Exactly. He's also on a few other teams' boards, specifically the Houston Texans. And this is why I just hate that the Broncos are waiting just for him, if that's the case, because you guys know who drafted D'Amico Ryans. The Houston Texans. You know who wants another interview with D'Amico Ryans. The, the Houston, Houston Texans. Texans. You know where D'Amico Ryans' wife is from. Houston. Houston. Do you know where D'Amico Ryans lived the one year he was not in between playing oh. and coaching? Houston. Denver. Houston. Oh, Houston is should scare the hell out of the Broncos. They could easily be the team that he wants oh, if yeah. he's offered, you know, a similar contract. And so to me, if they're seemingly putting all their chips in the basket for D'Amico Ryans, it is not a gimme that they're gonna get him. Maybe though, D'Amico's a big hunter. Would love to hang out around the what, Waltons and go on big trips. Doesn't Texas have a lot of hunting? I would no, think. Tucker like told you about wild hog hunting in Texas. He sure did. He sure did. I think that was in Georgia. Oh, okay. that was in Georgia when he was the defense coordinator. Got hog blood all over the Jordans. Tough scene. What a guy. Um, those actually Loki might be okay to hunt because they're uh, exactly. overpopulated. That's what I'm saying. Like there are times There's when you really kill an animal. There's a really interesting podcast about that. There is a really interesting Ryan podcast I, about wild hogs. Huh. Yeah. Actually when I was in high school, if anyone wants it, I'll DM the, it to you. When I was in high school, one of my neighbors had a cougar in the tree. So I shot the cougar. That's fine. Right. It would have it would have gotten a dog uh, or like uh, a kid. I don't know. I would have gone like tranquilize. Yeah. Okay. My I would think my neighbor has a trank gun. Just call the train gun animal people. Patrol. I, they just shoot them too. Really? Uh, uh, in Montana, that doesn't surprise uh, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Since we're already off the rails here, uh, I'm going to say that we have our new head of production, Alyssa, shadowing and learning. And I'm really glad that she's seeing how off the rails yeah. all of our shows can really yes. be. Because <laughs> yes. I think this debate and this topic might be as big as rivers, lakes, or oceans. It could be. But there's not really a debate. I guess that's true. I mean, Ryan it's like, because it's well, 95% it's like team animal pro versus animal or... pretending to not be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not against... pretending. There's times <laughs> when you have to kill an animal. You said you were 95% team animal. I think you're 5% team animal. 95% if, not. If you want me to list all of the animals I would not kill, <laughs> please, please I will don't. sit here all day. Do I do have to say, shout out to Alyssa. Welcome to the squad. Yes. Also, yeah, rocking a Alyssa. sick Broncos uh, crew neck today. Yep. So, respect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. You were kind of, you were maybe going to give me some pushback on, on what? what I said <laughs> about um, Cougar, no, about um, uh, D'Amico Ryan's oh, the Texans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. D'Amico Ryan's cannot go to the Texans. Why? Why not? Can't do it. Um, because of how poorly they have treated their last two coaches. Back to back coaches. Uh, both happen to be African-American, both fired after one year. Uh, the Texans have completely and utterly destroyed their reputation within the coaching community, uh, community and especially within the African-American coaching community. Uh, and I truly believe that like D'Amico Ryans probably has a lot of respect for a Lovey Smith. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he talked to him about this. And I don't think Lovey would have a lot, have a lot of love for the Texans. I think there's a, Big difference, though, is you're not taking into account that he's been in that organization for like six, seven years. He's been ingrained in it, and he would probably think it's different. Maybe. I don't think so, though. Okay. And that's just where we're going to have to disagree. Yeah. I really think that that connection he has, not just with, with the Texans, but with Houston, 
is something yep. where you, you look at it from a 30,000-foot view and you say, well, of course the Broncos are a better job. Of course you take that job. But when you have those very deep ties personally and professionally, I don't think that's something that can be overlooked. Yes. And, and what's going to happen if they win three games next year? They're going to fire him again? Maybe. I also think if you look at this, you look at the past two coaches, and it was, I mean, there, there were a lot of people saying, Lovey, don't take the job. It's just going to be exactly what happened this past year. It's going to be a one and done. Yeah. Uh, you're just a sitting duck here. And turns out that was right. I think yep. with D'Amico, it feels different. It feels like he would be a guy there getting a young coach to build with their young team. And I think the Texans organizationally are not as bad as people think they are. Like before the before these last three seasons, basically since they've before they had traded DeAndre Hopkins, they'd gone they they had above 500 records in 5 of 6 seasons that was above 500 in like 7 of 9 seasons as well. Like they were winning games. Like they were successful and especially for like a young franchise like that. That's that's pretty good. Now, the Bill O'Brien stuff, they're still kind of dealing with the ramifications and the owners have all that stuff going on. But I do think that there is a path to success because they have so much money and so many picks. It might take a year or two, but I do th- I agree with Zach. Like I think they would give D'Amico Ryan's time. Like they love D'Amico Ryan's. I think and I think they'd give him at least a few years to turn it around. But like Nick Casario wasn't there when D'Amico Ryan's was there. I think D'Amico Ryan I, I think that the way the Texans organization would treat D'Amico Ryan's is they would say you have control of everything. <clears throat> I still think they have a GM. But I do think I, he has no, a lot of say. I think so, but I think that's one of I think they would do everything to get him in True. terms of saying like, no, 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 you're not gonna report to the GM. You're gonna be side by side. Yeah, that might be. Their hands are kinda tied if they're trying to get him. So on D'Amico Ryan's. I have to remove myself from the situation the Broncos are in to try to think about D'Amico Ryans as a candidate. Mm -hmm. Because I think in a world in which the Broncos haven't failed three times in a row with first-time head coaches Mm -hmm. and haven't not scored a touchdown in seven years, um, (laughs) I would love D'Amico Ryans as a candidate. Wait, what did you call it? Haven't scored what? Haven't scored a touchdown in seven years. Yeah, that's the thing that you try to do to win (laughs) games. Um, What are you touching? (laughs) <laughs> the ground <laughs> oh <laughs> uh anyways anyways i would love Demico ryan's he has so many of the yeah. things that you love in a head coach he's so energetic uh literally has former teammates saying they would die for him yeah. uh he's gonna be president one day i mean all of the things that should be attractive about a head coach yeah and so i think you have to try to evaluate his candidacy aside from all of the external factors, because it's not as if all first-time head coaches are bad. It's not as if all defensive-minded head coaches are bad. And I think he's great in so many different ca- categories. But the things that the other things are why he wasn't mentioned, I think, a lot when we were talking about our favorites because of the situation the Broncos are in. So in the end, if you get a good head coach, you're going places. And I think he has a strong chance of being that but it is scary going down the same road. I mean, Vance Joseph, Vic Fangio, first-time head coaches with defensive backgrounds. That's two out of the last three that have failed in Denver coming from that same mold. Now, D'Amico Ryans could be completely different from them in every other way, but it is coming from that world, which scares me. Well, and on top of that, Ryan, just to to kind of look at it from that perspective too, D'Amico Ryans is 38 years old, uh, he's only been a defensive coordinator for two years. Before that, he was a position coach just for a couple of years. Uh, he's only been a coach since, what, 2017, mm-hmm. I believe. So still extremely young in age, also extremely young in coaching experience, mm-hmm. let alone not having any head coaching experience. So it, I totally understand why people just see first-time head coach and say, you got to be kidding me. What? Mm-hmm. Now, I've also said that I really wanted them to look at everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive guys, offensive guys, first-time head coaches, people with th- you know 10 years of head coaching experience. So I'm happy that they're considering him. But it is you, you, the, even if they make this hire and he kills the, the opening press conference, which he will, the offseason is going great, I can still see people just being a little 
worried going into the season. And I can't, it's going to be impossible to uh, make people not worried until he actually comes in here and starts winning games. Now, what does give you a little hope is not just he's been around coaching for a little bit, but that he was in the NFL for a decade and has seen it from the other side and has been in the building for a long time. Who's your- probably, like he's, he was like a guy who got by. I mean, he's talented, obviously. You have to be to be an all-pro linebacker. But most of it's just mental. Like most of it is he knew what the offense was going to do and beat him to it. I think like Fred Warner was saying that half the time he hears in the in like his his helmet, D'Amico Ryan's telling him what the play is going to be. And that's why they've been so good. And part of why he, in particular, Fred Warner's been so good is because that's what D'Amico Ryans does. He just knows the game so well and studies so much and has seen so many things that he can say, yeah, I think they're going to be running it to the left here, so heads up. Just just be on the lookout for that. And then they just go shut it down. That's why they're the number one defense in terms of points, number one defense in terms of yards. And upgrading on, obviously, all these numbers after Robert Sala left. Yep. And so the fact that Robert Sala... Looks like a solid head coach. Like, yeah, he, the, the Jets were better than yeah. we expected. Yeah. That That's a good job he did. And there's a lot of reasons to think that D'Amico Ryans is going to be even better than him. You still run into some of the same Dan Quinn questions where it's like, well, if a lot of his value is on the defensive side of the ball, are you switching to the 4-3? Is he calling plays? Do you have him be hands-off? Is that waste to have him hands-off when he's literally in the headset saying what's going to happen? And so you do run into some of those questions, but you I agree. You also say look at the talent that he has. True. I mean, didn't the yep. 49ers you like use four straight first round picks on the defensive yeah. line and they like but all you, panned out except for one. And it's a good idea. Like invest in the trenches. This is football. It's also, quarterback and trenches. That's how you win. Three fantastic linebackers. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah but again, like, is is Fred Warner the best linebacker in the NFL without D'Amico Ryans? He'd be really good, but would he be the best in the NFL? Because he wasn't before D'Amico was there. Because he He's close. He was. He was up there. But this, he has ascended since then. Wasn't he uh, By wasn't Fred Warner a, a rookie when, when he was there? I think they came in together. Oh, um, did they? Maybe not exactly together, but he, he was a linebacker's coach for Fred Warner. That is true, um, yes. And so I believe that he helped him. He helped him get there, yeah, obviously. But he didn't talent. have the headset before. Right, right. And talent was there. Um, and with uh, D'Amico Ryan, just to your point about him being a really good player without necessarily uh, having all the talent in the world, 6'1", 238, and ran a 4'6'9". So obviously, True. like talent, but not he's not you know Von Miller six four two fifty. Vic Fangio with a, probably yeah, loves four, four. him. Um, Vic Fangio, oh man, there was I read some article about D'Amico Ryan last night. Ryan's last night. You and, and those S's. Oh S's. my gosh, they're wow. tough, man. They're tough. Apparently. When there's S's, it's tough. Um, but I read some article <laughs> and guess the linebacker that was mentioned in like the same understanding of Sam the game. Mills. Yes, Sam Mills. Sam yes, Mills. Yes, uh. yes. <laughs> wow. So maybe you get D'Amico and Vic here. Oh man. Crazy. Maybe. Maybe you do. <laughs> yeah. Um if I could hear because I haven't seen this anywhere. Maybe it's out there. I just haven't seen it. If I could hear who his offensive court, like who he wants to be his offensive coordinator, it could go a long way to either swaying me to one side or the other. Um, I'm sold on D'Amico Ryan's the person. Yep. Uh, I just, there's so many other factors that play into being a successful head coach. And if you guys remember when we started this coaching search, it was all about how do you fix Russ? Personally, I don't know if D'Amico Ryan's has a, has a plan to fix Russ. Mm-hmm. He might be a good head coach. Yeah. Yeah. And the Broncos could still be screwed. And yeah. I want to hire D'Amico Ryan's or whatever coach because they're going to come in and help the entire team, not just, oh, we're gonna win on defense, baby. Just like when Vic came here. Remember his opening press conference? He said, Well, yeah, I'm gonna call the plays. I was brought in here to make the de- to keep the mm-hmm. defense great. No, that is so 20 years ago <laughs> of thinking. And if the Broncos don't just do that, but they do it again. Oh, it's gonna make me pull my hair out of my out of my head, and that's just going to be so frustrating. So I'm definitely okay with D'Amico Ryan's if you bring him in because he's a fantastic leader, CEO, Mike Tomlin type. Mike Tomlin was only a coordinator for one year before you know, uh, Pittsburgh hired him to be the head coach. So it's not like you have to have this experience to be a good, good head coach, but he better have a good plan on offense. You know, who my comp is for him, not Mike Tomlin, Mike Vrabel. Oh, that's my, I mentioned it last week. Yeah. And that's what gets me so fired up. Yep. And Mike Vrabel did a fantastic job of going in and being the head coach. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, a lot of things changed there once Mike Vrabel got 
that position and it made a lot of people look back and say how who was the for- was munchek yeah pre- like uh, how did i think there was one person in between some other guy who kind of looks like munchek <laughs> yeah. um it, it, like how did he screw this up so bad you know like how did they not give the ball to derrick henry that much how did they not work the play action game with marcus mariota at the time um and there's a chance that D'Amico Ryans could be that guy. There's still a giant elephant in the room that Rob Walton has his eyes. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> wow. No. There's still a giant oh elephant in the room, and that is kill Russell Wilson. Yep. Who is coming to fix Russell Wilson? Because yep. I just don't mm-hmm. think that's what D'Amico Ryan should come here to do. You want a hot take for, uh, for offensive coordinator with D'Amico Ryans? Who? Sure. Brian Greasy. Yeah. 49ers quarterbacks coach. So he's currently the 49ers yeah, quarterback. This is, and that's why it's probably not going to happen because he only has this one year of experience. Of coaching experience. Exactly. Yeah, but he's I in mean, the booth. if yep. it's D'Amico Ryan's, you're almost guaranteed to have some Kyle Shanahan disciple be the offensive coordinator. Like those those are the only people that D'Amico Ryan's has ever worked with. That's so is crazy that with Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan was probably like tossing balls to Brian Greasy yeah. at practice, and now he's <laughs> his boss. Really? Yeah, yeah, he's multiple yeah. steps up on him too. Um, that is an enticing one because of the Broncos connections. Hot take. You bring in Greasy in, but you cannot do it. No. What was one of the massive issues with Nathaniel Hackett? He came in and he hired a very inexperienced staff. Just the squad. He just hired the squad. He he hired the squad (laughs) who had no experience outside uh, of, uh, who was the defensive assistant? Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Dom Capers. Yep. Like, that was it. That was the only guy with experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, you can't do that. You can't be a first-time head coach who maybe is also essentially going to be the de facto defensive coordinator, maybe calling plays. So then you have first-time head coach, really a young coordinator as well. And then... A first-time offensive coordinator? No way. I mean, you, we would just be looking at it and saying, this is the exact same thing from last year, just obviously different people. Maybe it wouldn't be the exact same result, but how could you not expect just growing mistakes and growing pains everywhere again? I totally agree. And that's that's uh, you. they should not be looking for young coaches, but there just aren't many options. If, if you just it's look at the coaches who D'Amico Ryans has worked with, like all those Kyle Shanahan coaches are very young. Like you could probably go get this passing game co- coordinator who I I honestly have never heard of. Uh, Slowick is his name. He's thirty five. Like yeah. that's just how all of these guys are. Like same unless you want Russ, same age as Russ. Yeah. Could you imagine that a guy thirty five, same same uh, years as Russ coming in and trying to put him in his place? Well, you've got Dan Quinn out there saying or reports saying that Daryl Bevel would be his guy, which mm-hmm. again it's another one where we're like, wait, didn't he have a bad relationship with Russ? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, like you could go Rich Gangarello with D'Amico Ryan, yeah. but nobody wants that. I know. I, I know. He it's, just got fired from Kentucky. Yeah, I, I think <sighs> and somebody mentioned Clint there. I don't think in this way, but Clint Kubiak might be the answer. I mean, Clay Kubiak is on the 49ers staff. You can't do this. I know, no, you definitely can't <laughs> do this. But it is probably what would happen if you hired D'Amico Ryan. Either that, or you just say, Kubiak? you know what, we want to we want to bring in uh, Greg Roman. It's like you've heard of him. You don't know him at all. He's a good coordinator. We you, you just can't go down this road. Please, Greg Roman, like sign. Yeah, me that'd up. be incredible. Yeah, I, I, or Gary Kubiak. I mean, if we're talking Kubiaks, wow. that's the one where it's like, okay, you bring in a, a vet guy who has tons of experience. Now, I just don't think that's going to happen. I think no. Gary's happy with where he is, but I think that's kind of the matchup that D'Amico would have to have, like an experienced guy who's going to come in and be an assistant head coach, get that title, be on the offensive side, and be able to help D'Amico out as he learns as a head coach. Uh, and, and that's something that the Broncos need. And you got to imagine if the Broncos are going to wait to interview D'Amico Ryans a second time next week and maybe pass up on Dan Quinn because he gets hired because they don't get to interview him this week, pass up on potentially Sean Payton, that he sold them on a fantastic plan on the offensive coordinator side when he met mm-hmm. with them last week. And it's hard to imagine what it is. Yeah. Spend a lot of money and just start at the top of the list. Greg Roman is out there. Can you get him? Probably not. You move on to number two. Why not? I don't even know who that is. I mean, it, he's going to get a bunch of offers, you would imagine. Um, the Broncos, as always, can offer the most money. So maybe that is enough. But also, it's an offense that was really, really bad. So I mean, low standards as well. Frank so maybe Reich. he likes that. There's Frank yeah. Reich's name is out there. He could definitely wind up being a coordinator. What's Kafka doing right now? Nobody knows. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, like, what, what is <laughs> his know. job? Because he was he was quarterbacks coach yeah. for the Chiefs, uh, and then I think he got elevated somewhere. Um, yeah, isn't he the uh, Giants' offensive coordinator? Okay, yeah, so the, he's out. Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay, because um, I'm just trying to think of like some of these names that have been hot as as QB coaches. Yeah. That just aren't out there anymore. Right. Luke Getze yep. was last year. You know, he mm -hmm. got a job. Um, it's 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 a pretty barren slate, which is why someone like Sean Payton was just looking so attractive. It's just like, you, like if we're comping him, it's like Gary Kubiak, but even better, right? You're getting an offensive genius who's been a head coach, who's you know done it all before. Yeah, and the, the names like Frank Wright. I've seen Jim Caldwell thrown out to be the Broncos offensive coach. You, you, you look at all the guys that the Broncos interviewed for head coach that are offensive guys, and a lot of people are saying, oh, just pair D'Amico with Jim Caldwell, David Shaw. Uh, obviously, they didn't interview Frank Wright, but Frank Wright. And uh, sometimes those things are too good to be true. Uh, Jim Caldwell has turned down interviews to be an offensive coordinator this year yep. because he says, I'm only going to be a head coach. So you have to kind of keep those things in perspective. So if you take those guys off the board, and then you need guys with experience, kind of like you're saying, Ryan, it's hard to find, which makes it a, a tricky situation. And that's why we talked about it last year. Man, the Broncos should really go offensive guy because then once you get him and he succeeds, Set he forever. can't be plucked. Yep. And mm -hmm. that's something that uh, is, is just the tough balance now <clears throat> if you go defense. It should not make it so you don't go defense. It just makes it where you really got to love that coach and you really got to believe in his idea. Absolutely. Yep. One idea that I believe in mm. is heading down to Breckenridge Brewery oh, this Friday to hang out with the whole DNVR squad. Uh, a little Breck Brew Friday. We've been talking Literally. about Breck Brew Fridays, yeah. Zach, since, I don't know, like 2018. Yep. Wow. Uh, and this is like the most literal Breck Brew Friday ever because we are doing our show from Breckenridge Brewery this Friday. And that's not just us. The whole DNVR Ooh, squad wow. will be down there doing our shows from there. So come down. What is it, like 11 to 6? Yes. Whew. We'll be there all day hanging out. Uh, would love to see you guys. Obviously, our show is at noon. Uh, so you can come see us then and grab some lunch down at the farmhouse. And also, if you mention DNVR when you're there, you're going to get 10% off uh, oh, your baby. beers and your, your food. We've got these, like, smoked wings that are fantastic. <laughs> all sorts of good stuff on the menu down there at Breck Brew. So come hang out with us. Get some delicious Breck brews and uh, watch the pod live. Oh, man. Make sure to do that. Say hi. And then make sure to check out our friends over at Game Time. Yes. You got some plans this weekend. If not, check out Game Time. Hit up a Nuggets or an Avs game when you're checking out Game Time. They say if you wait, you can save up to 60% on tickets. Wow. Sometimes we've even seen it with some Nuggets games. Even more savings on tickets. So if you're thinking about going to a game, maybe just hold off until day before, start checking, day of, maybe even just a couple of hours before. If some plans free up, mm -hmm. you can check out game time. Click in the link in our description. We've got it on YouTube. We've also got it anywhere you find podcasts. So you can check it out, click on that, and it'll take you right to all the games that you need. And even if you're out of town and you want to watch Nuggets play in a different city, check them out there as well. Click on that link in our description. Is yes. that like an, a, a college? coordinator that would be attractive like what you'll get garrett riley <sighs> i mean talk about going in more to the weeds and being more questionable i know i know yeah. i know just trying to think of someone who would excite me if you're like D'Amico ryan's wants to hire x as their offensive coordinator like that would be like all right i'm in just Pey peyton manning obviously is, it, is rich don't Gangrel put that out there Kentucky? now Thirty thousand people fired. are just like, oh was he fired rich. he's still no oh no i would not but we're talking about college coordinators there's one right there the thing is like those offenses just are not nearly as like detailed and in-depth as nfl offenses and so you're just kind of asking for trouble i think i i agree man I, I just best like case scenario cliff kingsbury <laughs> is the Cliff Kingsbury is it best case scenario? Like getting, uh, I mean, like if you strip guy. away everything about Cliff Kingsbury and go back to that hire, it's actually pretty crazy. Like he was fired oh, from dumb. Texas Tech, was the OC at USC, <laughs> yes, and then got hired, right. and then got hired to be the Cardinals head coach. Mm -hmm. Mostly, I think because he's really handsome. Why like, was he fired? And I was in favor of it. Why was he fired say. from Texas Tech? I was also losing record because he was bad with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> wow. Because he made Patrick Mahomes bad. But That's his, why he got fired. But his hair. <laughs> but his hair. That five o'clock shadow. It looks so cool he next will, to that wall in his house that's all windows. Do you think he has the picture that of himself? That house looks really cool. Do you think that he has cool. that picture of himself sitting on uh, the couch in his house? Do you think that's framed in his house? It's in. It's above the mantle in that same room. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Is that picture in the picture? 
Yes. Can yeah. you see it in yeah. the picture? And it just keeps and going. It just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> I love how we both did this. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what it does. You reach but, your arm in. But he's living abroad now. Well, he is. He's in Thailand. He has yeah. a one-way ticket to Thailand. Exactly. So. Pretty good. <laughs> the what thing a life. is, though, like the the way the the those uh, what do they call it? The offset. They have the offset language in the contract. So you get paid out whatever's left on your contract. Mm-hmm. But that's why the Broncos are rooting for Nathaniel Hackett to get that Jets OC job. Yep. Exactly. And you know what the Jets are gonna do? They're gonna say. We'll pay you uh, minimum. Yeah. And we'll let we'll let the Broncos pay the rest. And you know what happens? Hourly say? salary. He'll probably be like, Yeah, yeah absolutely. Do. Who All would not want to get paid by the yep. people who fired them and not have to get paid by their new employer? Absolutely. But the thing is, it, it almost always says in there that you have to look for work. Yeah. And the fact that he is turning down interviews what means if he, that the legal case probably means that they what get if he to bartend Saturday night at the local yeah. watering hole. <laughs> in uh, Indonesia? I, Thailand. 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 I do not think that that helps. I think he usually says like in the same field or market value is typically in there. Like I heard Rich jo- or Rick okay. George did an interview after they hired Dion. And everybody's like, how are you going to pay for this? And he's like, we're just going to sell more tickets and we're going to make enough money to do it. We don't have like a donor or anything. The, yes. And he also said, though, we had a bunch of good coaches on this staff. And we know that they're going to find work somewhere. And so we're not going to have to pay out all those contracts. Yeah. It's like, okay, hopefully hopefully those Colorado coaches are good. The money will work itself out. It always <laughs> does. It will. They're not going to uh, bounce a check to Deion Sanders. You know what's nice with the Broncos is you don't have to worry about money working itself out. You certainly it do just, not. It's there. Yep. It is It is there. <laughs> a never-ending yep. flow of money. Um, should we get to uh, some comments and questions? Should, yes. Absolutely. Whoa, got a lot. There is yeah, one that I'm super thrilled chats. about. And eleven also gotta, super chats. Gotta give a shout out to our guy Cody getting the say. likes Cody's over a hundred, and we haven't even started the third segment really. So thank you, Cody. Thank you everyone for tuning mm-hmm. in. We could, thank you for the thumbs up when you're tuning in as well. We could probably get two hundred by the end. Of this. I think we. Can. That's Cody's goal. That's can. what he's pushing. Do it for, for Cody. Do, Do it, it for Cody. Cody. All this hard work every day. He's in here grinding. It's incredible. He's the best. All right. First one here coming in from Peter, who says, Sean Payton has a strong relationship with PETA. <laughs> this hunting trip has, has severed Good. this relationship. Look, we yeah. got yeah. thumbs down is, because of do that. Do you think this is real? No. Oh, this is a joke. So, uh, but the severed, I, I wasn't sure if that was a pun, a hunting pun. Oh, geez. Well, my thoughts on PETA? No. So basically, no, 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 no. I am you old. are muted. You are done. Next Absolutely one not. From Garth Next coming one, in. Yes. Says Frank Wright and Russell Wilson together would bring some sort of God back for a, a rapture. It's not safe for NFL fans. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Is Frank Wright Garth really religious? Garth is in here a few times. So he we'll must be. See. I have a. Most he coaches are <laughs> based on. So we, we, we don't want to get your take on PETA, Henry, but we do want your take on me. religion. No. Okay, no. Okay. Never mind. Uh, All right. Next one. Not Orange says sorry. Dead horse, but yeah. Wow. Sorry, but I can't think of having another defensive and rookie coach. We need offense, and we better hurry up and get him. Broncos suffering much must end. Yeah. I can't blame any fans for feeling nope. this way. And the other thing is, like, let's just say the Broncos do hire Demico Ryan's. And their first three games, they're averaging like 16 points a game. Oh, no. People are going to riot. Yep. All right, they will continue to riot. They will riot all the way through. I think that if that's the case, though, that next home game, whenever it is, will be more comparable to the final two home games of 15,000 no-shows. Because if they're doing 16 (sighs) points a game, probably 1-2, and and 0-3, and people are just going to be like, You've got to be kidding me. Or like it's more n- comparable to when like the the lacrosse team was playing there? Outlaws. The Outlaws, yeah. <laughs> that was probably even more no-shows, unfortunately. Probably. For the Outlaws. Probably. Yeah. It's probably why they aren't around anymore. Which is, is actually really outlawed? sad. <laughs> oh, I, I think thank you. lacrosse Ew. is legal. Do you have something to say? Oh, okay. Um, from Adam, who says, where... Uh, where the A stands for African <laughs> Safari with <Jeez>. Rob Walton. <laughs> See, safaris are sick. I would love a safari. Have you been on one? Because the only thing no. you shoot is pictures. Exactly. Mm. But I don't even know if I need to. I would probably avoid the pictures, too. I mean, some, that would be a couple pictures. I just look. Okay. I'm down. I want to go on a safari. Let's do it. Sounds fire. I watched a YouTube video yesterday of someone legally touring around North Korea, and I was scared for myself the whole time Whoa. watching it feeling like i was doing something illegal wow that oh, is wow really weird jump um, <laughs> kind of the same thing Maybe that's where we go oh, wow okay another one from garth 
who says, uh, if Rob Walton is hunting elephants, then he deserves to hire Sean Payton and give up draft capital and pay a huge bag of money, bag of money for a guy who wears a visor. I think you think that's an insult, but Sean Payton's still the best candidate available. But also don't hunt elephants more than anything. Yes. That's very true. Garth chimes in again and says, why doesn't Houston just hire Captain America, J.J. Watt, to be their coach? J.J. Watt actually removed his name from coaching. Um, he said, he if I could just coach, that sounds fun. But all the other sacrifices that the coaches have to make uh, in the amount of time that they don't get to spend with their family, I'm out. Good for him. Yep. And extremely smart. Um, I coaching is a wild profession to go into it really is uh i have a lot of respect for the people who do it obviously once you get there the money is worth it but most of them don't mm -hmm. and the money is extremely not worth it too. and the uh justin out and saying that he hadn't left the building in three weeks was true which also was the bad thing for the problem it, it was a bad thing <laughs> but you're like yeah damn i really respect your hard work and commitment, but also that please, is psychotic. Please stop. And yes, leave the building. Go, go see your family. <laughs> I literally want to put my arm on and say, go home, Justin. <laughs> yes, yes. Please. <laughs> um, Garth again. And all, uh, thank you, Garth, making so it much rain. for the support. <laughs> In all honesty, a Denver riot consists of people not bringing their trash to the curb. Hashtag Denver coaching riot. We're a very kind people. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. Good take. Next one. <laughs> Uh, from Richard Butt, Zach Wilson hunts cougars. Oh, wow. <laughs> he sure does. Oh, different type. Sure does. That hunting, I can get behind. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Well, <laughs> interesting. Like, you know, more than like, more than like, <laughs> interesting. You know, what? I'm not that. saying that you know what? that's what I'm about. I'm just you, saying I can get behind <laughs> that hunting more than killing. Who, who are hunting. you getting behind? No. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I didn't know it didn't word to say it. Wow. No. Wow. <laughs> I can get alongside. Oh my god, no. Sure. <laughs> I can put my arm around it. No. <laughs> From BK, with all these rumors about Peyton and Coward uh, possibly being Peyton's mouthpiece, have you guys changed your choice on who the next coach is? I want D'Amico now. Who you want it to be? If it's not going to be Peyton, I'll... If my choices are Dan Quinn and D'Amico Ryans... I think I'm going to Miko. I think so. I do. I think, I think but so. David Shaw, Henry, uh, you got it at what? Plus 1500. Yeah. I got it at plus 1200. I'm still, uh, I'm glad I have that ticket. I'm glad I have it as well. There is sense. a report from, uh, I don't remember who, um, that said the Broncos could hire a coach today. Yeah. Uh, it was pro football talk. Yes, that's it. That's what it was. Anything um, is possible. Uh, that they could hire, if that's the case, it's David Shaw. Oh. Probably. Right? Like, who else would it be? Maybe, Technically, I mean, they could announce their their intentions to hire D'Amico Ryans. They could also, uh, your Jim Harbaugh kind of conspiracy theory thing, that yeah. would line up well with it yeah. being like a one day, like, bang, they actually did it. It, it really could. But I, the longer this goes on, the less it's David Shaw, because he's out there. You could hire him now. True. I would have a really hard time, given my past, defending Jim Harbaugh doing that. Wait, what? After all the things I've said about Mel Tucker, him doing that True. to Michigan would be hard for me to defend. But uh, it'd be, I mean, it's Michigan State fans loved it. Not really. I think if they could give it back, they would. Re oh, wow. Mm, now yeah. they're paying Mel Tucker uh, $10 million to go 5-7 and seven this year. Oh, that's tough. That is very yep. tough. Also, even on the receiving end, I think a lot of Michigan State fans were like, he just did this to Colorado. Can we really trust this guy staying around for very long? True. So Smart people would have thought that for sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, still, give me Jim Harbaugh. More from I'm Garth. With that. Give me Garth. Jim Caldwell, Jerry Rosberg duo. Hiring Ooh. both will cost half of what Peyton uh, does, and both are better than that wanker by themselves. Wow. wow. Um, uh, boy, co-head coaches? Why does anyone care about what the coach is going to cost? You should not no. worry about Rob Walton and Kerry Walton Penner and Greg Penner's money. No. It means nothing. No. Especially when it doesn't count against the salary cap. Nope. Which, in my opinion, isn't even real. But I think we're finding that it is more and more real every year. <laughs> I bring that take to the Saints. See what the Saints are saying right about now. Yeah. Okay. They can probably <laughs> keep skirting it if they want. Eh. <laughs> the bill has come due. All right, uh, another one from Garth. Garth. Wow. 
I think Brian Greasy has some experience, maybe even in the mile high. True. It's not I've, as a coach. And as we've brought up many times on this podcast, same passer rating in Denver as Drew Brees in San Diego. Hmm. I think actually Drew Brees was like 0.8 better. Wait, 0. so 7. you're saying bring Brian Greasy in to be the quarterback <coughs> and Sean Payton to come make him Whoa. a Hall of Fame Drew Brees. Whoa, because the salary cap would apply, and I'd imagine he's cheap. I would think so. Whoa, what would his vet men be? His vet men might be true. expensive. I had a Brian Greasy jersey. Oh. Who didn't? I, I didn't. No. Crazy. Yeah. All right. There's the time. Next one. I think we're done with Garth. Good job, Garth. Bye, Garth. See you tomorrow. <laughs> we're done with you in a good way, Yes, Garth. yes, we yes, yes. Uh, what OC would a first-time head coach or defensive head coach have to bring in to make uh, you love the hiring and trust Russ can be turned around? I think we just had that conversation, and I don't think there's an answer. No. I don't know, but I would expect, you know how sometimes it takes a while to hire coordinators? I would expect whoever they hire, if it's D'Amico Ryan, for like the offensive coordinator to be announced the next day because it's a package, essentially. I just think it's like, Could is be. it Daryl Bevel? It, I just, Daryl Bevel. Now, like, I thought there were reports at some point that he and Russ didn't get along, but then there's other reports that like they got along great. That's so why, the, especially with Sean Payton, all the things coming out, you really have to read in between the lines and not take one person or one report or one tweet so seriously because in the past 36 hours, there has been more just crushing the Broncos, crushing Russell Wilson, crushing Sean Payton than I've ever seen from like two sides that look like they were going to go together to then just destroying each other. So I think we're seeing that. Why I bring that up after you said that is maybe there's some like, oh, shit, Daryl Bevel might be our offensive coordinator. Let's put some feelers. Let's calm some things down from how it was. Bad, bad, bad. All right. Uh, last super chat from Zachary. Uh, what do you guys think about Saquon to the Broncos? I spent two hours looking into this. That's why this is the one I was so excited about this this question and we won't waste too much time up i will say i've started writing about saquon to the broncos yes and has. i think it would be an incredible incredible decision the market for running backs is insane right now and we can't go through all the numbers we don't have time but here's a fun one 2002 two decades ago exactly there were two running backs that were higher paid than the highest paid receiver who was randy moss um Franchise tag was like 30% more for running back than receiver. Running backs are more valuable than receivers. One decade ago, it's basically the exact same. There's two running backs making $10 million a year, three receivers making $10 million a year. Now you've gotten to the point where it's flipped too far back. The top running backs are absolute, absolutely worth the money. The average production for the eight backs who got paid $10 million or more this year, 1,500 yards from scrimmage, a little more than that, 10 touchdowns. I think it'd make a lot of sense, especially for the Broncos in particular right now. Because at least the first quarter of the season, they're not going to have Javante. And, I mean, the Javante stuff, <clears throat> there was a study that, like, peer-reviewed all that stuff. They took every knee injury, every multi-ligament knee injury in the NFL from 2000 to 2016. So the, the return from an ACL and MCL tear, it's like a little over 10 months on average. Return from a PCL or an LCL tear with the ACL, which is what Javante was, that's on average a little bit more than 15 months. So that return is longer. Also, the the first category, 43.5% of those players uh, returned to their previous form. They were as productive as before. Uh, in the Javante Williams category, it's 18.5%, which is very small. Now, obviously, the 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 surgeries and all that stuff if they've gotten a lot better those what happened in 2000 is very different than what's going to happen now but even if you're looking at this optimistically and take that 18 percent chance that he is him himself and turns it into a 50 percent chance still a risk you don't you don't say here's this guy who we're not going to have for the start of next year at least he may never be himself and then just say we need latavius murray who's 33 and also a seventh round draft pick so Everything you said was so convincing. Yep. You just left out the fact that Saquon Barkley is also a massive injury risk. He's played five seasons towards ACL and one. He missed eight total games in the other four seasons, two a year. That's basically what happens with running backs. He's played five seasons? Yeah. Jeez, time option. flies. Yeah. Yep. You pay Saquon Barkley. You are saying Javante Williams is done. 
I'm not saying that. Yeah. Or anything should, that he does is like a cherry on top. Yeah, you, you're counting him out. You're counting his career over from being a dominant running back. But Hank, you got so many other holes to fill. And th- but, th- this will be a conversation. But what are those holes? Um, because there aren't as many as you'd think. It's mostly his offensive line and you need a DB. kind of a big one. Three Definitely. offensive lines. It's not just like one spot. Definitely. Three offensive line spots. Um, uh, then. Uh, what about Draymond? Yeah. I mean, you have the depth. You have six defensive linemen ready. Like, you're, you get worse. But, like, if you have DJ Jones, Mike Purcell, Deshaun Williams, that's a good starting three. Like, that's a solid to good. You have Matt Hattingson, any. You have Jonathan Harris, who played pretty well. He's a vet. Um, like, you, you, have, you have the bodies. Like, you could add a pass rusher. But even if you add a pass rusher, you're probably trading at least one or two of those outside linebackers because you already have too many. I'm like glad you, that we have a pro running back yeah. person on the show. The, yeah. the market just says you should do it. Like the results have just show that the, things have flipped too far the other way. I think on top of that, the Broncos basically get two free agent classes because they have $40 million coming off of injured reserve more than the average team. That's it, basically an entire free agent <laughs> class on top of it. And I'll just say this. I think maybe the number one key to getting Russ back is running the ball. Well, and giving him a receiving threat without, I mean, without, I think, investing in, you already have receivers. It's tough to add another body to that room. To be fair, though, you said $10 million or more. Saquon's not going to be $10 million. No. He's going to be more. 15? Uh, potentially. Yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll, we'll certainly dive mm-hmm. into it. One more piece? Sure. If it's $14 million, there will be 27 wide receivers who make more money than him. He'd be between Corey Davis and Robbie Anderson. I would crazy. rather have Saquon than either of those two, and For it's sure. not even close to me. And uh, if you're taking that away, though, from two potential starting offensive linemen, if, if mm-hmm. it's 15, that could be two legitimate starting offensive linemen. And then yep. think about what you're paying. Henry, you said it earlier in the show. It's all about the trenches, right? Build up yep. the trenches. You would be doing the exact opposite. You'd be building up running back uh, and then three wide receivers. Yeah, I think you can do both. And I think you can do running back in trenches and add a DB, and that's a good offseason. To Henry's credit, he was the highest on Christian McCaffrey to the Broncos. The Niners have not lost a game since he started starting for them. And that would not have happened with the Broncos. They no, still no, would have missed no. the playoffs. But I think that I mean, but his impact, exact his, bold his impact is clear Yep, for the Niners. running It's not that running backs don't matter. It's that they're tough to trust. They really, really, really matter. You just can't trust him. What about Josh Jacobs instead? I mean, the whole same thing. Not as much as a receiver. And I, I think one of my favorite parts is that Saquon, 91 catches a rookie. Alvin Kamara has never done that. Like, the the fact that he could boost the passing game yeah. when you already have all these guys under contract and it's kind of tough just to add another receiver. I Because mean, other, like what, you give Cortland Sutton fourth receiver reps, just a waste. How much cap space do the Broncos have this offseason? Right now they're at 12, yeah, which is... So that's what... They, how are you going to pay three offensive linemen a running back $15 million and a DB with $12 million in cap space? You get another $11 and by the way, million. That's, that's with losing Draymond Jones. Yep. And you get $11 million for uh, cutting Graham Glasgow. You get $10 million for You're Darby. Opening up, a, opening up more spots. Just yeah, but, but that's part of the plan. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants him back as a starter. So, I mean, I, the, the money is there. The money is definitely there. I, don't I went think through. the money's there for all of us. This is a it is great post coaching shirts podcast is. that we yes, all get to. Absolutely. Um, but for now, I think that's going to wrap it up for us on the DNVR mm-hmm. Broncos podcast. Thank you so much, Cody, for putting in the work in the comments. We're about to 150. I bet we can get Good 150 man, by the time we wrap this up. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. And we can't wait to talk to you. Then. We cannot.
time.